Jackets are safe from the Jack Higgins. He's been a cold and trust flat. So Trump offered him a blanket, and it turns out it's Trump's fart blanket. It's not my fart blanket. I was, I wanted to ask. Fucking plug on it. Sorry, it's an electric blanket. It's an electric blanket. Jack, I wanted to ask you. You were in a, you were in a foreign land. You were in Australia. No, but you didn't tell us like what was your, you know, what happened when you were over there tell us well, well, he tell us he's going to try to go to his right suit they couldn't make it far from going to his right suit so I just stayed in my room next six weeks the misty sister's waiting for it no it was good I was out for my sister's wedding and I was lucky enough to be there for six weeks so I got Christmas then the wedding then New Year and had a rare old time <laughs> just doing Australian things like seeing cheese apparently seeing the world oh, I ate a fucking shit ton of cheese <laughs> yeah like for those who don't know like the common Australian delicacy midday snack is cheese and biscuits which is wild to me and it doesn't matter where you go or whose house you go to or where you are like there will be cheese and biscuits on offer and you will fucking eat them like you can't not eat oh, it's like brie and, and fucking Hammond What's no, the what's the cheese that tastes like smoked sausage supper? There's a cheese that I mean Kerry tasted and it honestly tastes like smoked sausage. What Bavarian <laughs> Bavarian smoked cheese? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like smoked but it tastes like fucking meat. It's Bavarian cheese. Thank you very much. You're looking at your Bavarian cheese. Thanks, I'm so glad I'm here with two cheese corners. Welcome back to First Time Cheese. I love that. I'm totally the first time. But anyway, aye, not good holiday, man. Fucking got to feed the wallabies and kangaroos and that. Got to hold a snake again. Um, <laughs> Not like the snake you hold here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what else did I do? Got to go to Melbourne this time round. I've never been to Melbourne before. Best city in the world. Best fucking city in the world. Trips. Get yourself to Melbourne. Uh, Is it? Oh, it was, what a what a place it was. Really? What a place, honestly. <laughs> Best honestly. coffee in the world. No, coffee was a bit underwhelming. Mm. Patricia's Coffee Brewery. <laughs> I literally please sponsor us Patricia I fucking googled got to Melbourne with good coffee as if I actually give a fuck about good coffee but I thought I'm, I'm just you're in Melbourne you're I'm in, in Melbourne pottering about fuck all today let's, let's find a good coffee place and then I went and it was just in this wee alleyway and there was cunts queuing like for miles for coffee and it was t- a tiny wee place and people are literally queuing outside it's pushing down I'm going what am I doing in my life? <laughs> middle, of, middle of Melbourne and I'm actually waiting in line to get a coffee. Anyway, so I did and I got there and I thought it must be good, it must be fucking good. <laughs> so, so uh, in the fucking anticipation of how good this coffee's going to be, I thought I'd buy myself pastry as well to go with it. What type of pastry? I bought a fucking pastry. It was a, like some sort of cinnamon roll. Oh. Sort of cinnamon bun kind of thing going on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why did it take so long to just describe what kind of pastry? Cinnamon roll. Because <laughs> <laughs> how I speak, look, alright? <laughs> better than Dove Longley. <laughs> but, uh, I we actually, so free, and, then, and then the fucking coffee was absolutely buying average. Like, I could have made it myself. Did you stun it? Nescafe fucking. Man. Did I stun it? <laughs> I shouldn't have to stun my coffee. It should be pre-stunned. We're spoiled by Starbucks and Costa. I don't think he's even that. Your big franchise chains, Patricia. Hen, (laughs) you do do what you're doing. You're doing. (laughs) You're partly doing really well, but (laughs) is she? 
Well, oh, she's got cues that say the door that obviously I, I, <laughs> But I can see every single one of them. They're like, ah, it was it's just going to be the best coffee ever. And every single one of them had the exact same reaction. Well, it's like, it's it was pish. <laughs> it was rated number one coffee in Melbourne. I thought, well. Do you know what that reminds me of the Can episode? Be? Do, uh, seen, do any of you have you seen Seinfeld before? Oh, no. I've mentioned it. I think, what I, the <laughs> I think I mentioned the soup Nazi before. But someone Kerry? No, fucking Kerry was the soup Nazi, but someone offers like the best soup shop in New York and there's like queues every day, but if you don't go in and do like stuff specifically like go and immediately stand to the right at the queue and then come up and like say please and thank you right when you're holding out your bowl for the soup and then he'll just tell you to go away and you're not getting any no soup, soup for you no soup for you <laughs> that's the best thing ever I love it the equaliser <laughs> it's the movie for this week uh, 2014 American action thriller uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua who I actually really kind of really quite like um, it's based on a 1980s TV show which I actually didn't know going into watching it Big Denzel's in it uh, with Martin Koskis Chloe Grace Moretz David Harbour David Harbour Aye, that's a, that's a, we'll talk about that as a random fucking appearance David Harbour uh, President Bill Pullman um, and Melissa Leo uh, is about a retired guy uh, who just doesn't want and then he kills his dog and I can't know doesn't kill his dog it's <laughs> a random guy and then he abuses uh, acquaintance so he gets back in the game <laughs> such a weird fucking honestly we'll talk about plot lines but fuck me this is weird I want you to guess the box office again I like that game the budget of the box office? No, I'll give you the budgets. The budget's reported between 55 and 73 million. How much do you think it made? 210. You just double it every time, you're a dick. You, do, you need it, because marking. I mean, you just double it every time, you're a dick. <laughs> so it's... 212. Oh, it looks closer, mate. Fuck's sake. You're yeah, so shady. It's 192.3 million. See, it wasn't even... It was less than <laughs> What about the marketing, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> the film was called um, uh, uh, the film received mixed reviews from critics who praised the visual style acting soundtrack and action it was so wrong but criticised its violence and its plot there's nothing in it um, there's no violence there's no plot anyone, anyone, anyone near enough violence or prostitutes in it <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into it right I'll, did you have prostitutes are you shagging I'll, I'll ask you <laughs> shit <laughs> doing, I want to get into <laughs> this by, by talking about Mr Antoine Fuqua alright because I'm actually quite a big fan of Antoine Fuqua I like Olympus Has Fallen I like Shooter I like King Arthur and I like the Magnificent Seven remake he did I like Southpaw as well um, I think he's a really good director he's a really talented director he has a very good visual style um, and before we get into casting or anything like that I want you both to look me in the eye and tell me this movie for one was not ten times more beautiful than Expendables was and 2 was directed much better from an action standpoint also and it was still a fucking pile of dog shit but let's talk about that specifically I want to get into the, the, the right the specifics of this film is 13 minutes in and a fucking so he's got a pal so he reads a lot his wife's dead his pal's a prostitute he can't sleep he works in a B&Q mm. and he's trying to help a fat boy no he works at home eh. he fuck up he works at a B&Q <laughs> Walmart, he works at a B&Q helping some fat guy become a student on 13 minutes right excuse me that's a lot right but see for somebody who's got a cams out of 13 minutes I'm still so bold mate I can't I can't stress to you how bold I am at this point yeah and then he keeps going on and then he starts having he's not even 
You just meet this fucking acquaintance of this prosy who's also hit girl and she <laughs> No no, she's a singer. She's a, you never hear her sing? She's a singer. Right, you never hear her sing for a start. Uh, she has her own wee CD that says, she's my, But the thing is, she gets pie and coffee every night, yep. and she gets whistled up, and then, like, and then she gets captured in that, right? And then he's got this sudden fucking, I need to do something. No, you uh, fucking don't, uh, mate. He, he actually owes her not. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> but see, if he was the equaliser, which, I stress to a point as well, waited the whole film for some kind to say, Oh, he's equalised me. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Like, John Wick's there. Like, oh, fuck, it's the... You want an Ed Sheeran-style album cover? Just I want like, to, just like that. I, I want to drop of the name and there was, there's nothing... What What does equaliser mean? He's equalising it. He's, he's no, he's fucking not. He's even he's in the odds for no. the, the little man. No, how is he? It's her fucking fault she's in the prostitute business. No, it's not. It's society's fault that she's in the... All, all of a sudden, the Joker's okay because society made the Joker, but this people lassie wants some money she's to make her She's shine everything, right? It's her. <laughs> nah, this is misogyny. This is a bit like tough. <laughs> Just added a pink t-shirt, you mean? Does her pink t-shirt say man on it? No, but honestly, it doesn't make sense. And they're like, so he's at retirement or something, or like, he's pretending to die. They alluded to that, he pretended to die, and his missus was like, oh, he's dead, he's in a... Whatever, they had a funeral for him. So whatever he done before... He's equalised a fucking holding company. <laughs> he was doing that before, he was doing this, so now he's like living a quiet life. And now he suddenly wants to barter Russians because Russians and all, just random Russians and all, just to fucking. Why is he. De- I'm getting, I'm getting, getting round up. up. I'll tell you I'm why, getting round I'll up. I'll tell you why it's Russians. What a fucking shite film this is. I'll tell you why it's Russians because <clears throat> Americans love to, to blame the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Politics Corner. <laughs> Jack Higgins will be taking no, us on this right. They, 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 they do, they certainly do. And um, <laughs> this I think, I think the Eastern European countries get a bad name for prostitution businesses <laughs> in certain parts of America. And American American directors and writers and producers have played up to those stereotypes and are like, "Yep, we'll make the prostitute ring." Russian. No, it's not just that, but we see other prostitutes in this, right? (laughs) And they're all Russian. She's the only American in there, and then they go out, or she's whatever, and then he takes it upon himself. He takes it to come out of retirement, whatever it is, to. Hello? To do this right, but then he's get better. He's to be worrying about like maybe he's reading wife, the rest of his books. He's not he's fucking and, like actually doing something with his life. He did. He did was doing something with his life. He, he was must get clearly in a position of power at home bar. He was helping Ralphie out to train to be security guard. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing a lot, but then I, but he's also doing like, like, the like, the guys know well. Are, the, the guys Mark know Twain, well. The Mark Twain quote at the start. You know, he ha- he has to be who he is, and that's who he is. What's he, that? He's, helping process. He's the equaliser. What does that? He equalises. He doesn't. He's just made in favour of him. He was at a level playing field. I want to go in. I want you took away the discussion about how nice this movie looks. See the shots in this movie. Don't, sure. don't tell me the yeah. bit at the end of the, yeah, where yeah. he's walking through the home mart and the water's coming down and he's slowly walking towards the big bad Russian guy and he has the gun in hand. Don't tell me that didn't look fucking cool. Because it does. I did. I'm just telling you. Surprise, surprise. No, but he was... And also, that but was... They're all I, Russian. That was like, my Every highlight. single one of them. It's like, literally trying to say that you should never trust a Russian ever in your life. 
because they're just all hired to be pimps and no, say games. No, I, just, <laughs> I honestly yeah. think so. The guy's called Martin Kozaks, who's like the the guy who's hired to go and track him down. And I thought he was class, man. He was a terrifying bad guy. I thought, like, he kind of reminded me of the uh, uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah, Anton Chigurh, and he was just this like disguised as a sociopath, and he had those tattoos, and then he's on the phone uh, to the the sort of big money rushing guy, and then he just bends back in the chair, and it's like a shot where it's like he's bent back, he sees tattoos, and then it like fades immediately into the shot of like the Boston skyline. I just thought that was really cool, man. I bet you loved that. I bet you fucking love Boston skyline. Oh, I love Boston. Won the pay. Won the Patriots. Won the Patriots. But you can't tell me there must be elements of this movie you like. Did you like the bad guy? I didn't like fuck all about it. Honestly, the <laughs> film was shocking. No, see, it was nah. so. See, for the first half hour, nothing happens, and then he decides to confront the Russians and be like I'll give you nine grand to let her go and he's like oh you get nine grand for three nights and then he he kicks off you know that reminds me of the scene in Kingsman where he locks the pub door and then he bats them all but it's a shit version of that he like what's this thing about he's like that's so raven with his fucking eyes man like he just turns on and goes like he suddenly sees <sighs> fuck's sake Ezio does it in the, the fucking Assassin's Creed like and sees, Spider-Man he... does it in his game but as soon as the equaliser turns on no, like squeaky bum time they like, make all a of a sudden it's a problem they make a point multiple times in the film to like zoom in and be like oh he can like see outcomes and he knows how long it'll take for him to react and blah blah but he does it they do it also they want him like make a point this is his thing he can do this he can mm, he's like a super he can calculate like fights and all that mm. but like Honestly, you know what annoys me the most about this film? They oh. all attack him one at a time. There's six of them in the room and they all take one at a time to attack him. Jump on him. Have you ever tried to attack people five on one? It's a hard to coordinate. I've won every time. It's hard to coordinate. I've won every time. It's hard to coordinate. That's why my mouth is the way it is. It's hard to coordinate that. You know, you're jumping, you're jumping. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I didn't mean to hit you. You know, you're See, going up in the schemes of Spatestown, you need to learn to adapt. <laughs> you only jump to every moment you come out of the pen. <laughs> so, there's Jack, there must be something that you liked about this. No, I, I, I did like the. Um, I'm only just. You just jumped on the band. You were devil's advocate in here. I didn't mind it uh, as a film. I do. There was some really good shots. Uh, and I did like the villain as well. I thought it was yeah. a good villain. But uh, I just... It's very stereotypical that it's a Russian. I don't actually have a problem with that. But I just, <laughs> thought, I just thought I would make a point of I saying think, that. Oh, they, al- they always do that. They always, they always like, make it Russian. This, I mean, in Taken, it was Albanians and all that. But then, like... You know, like Liam Neeson's Irish, so I mean, who should Liam Neeson be fighting? The Black and Tans? <laughs> That's a film I've made. <laughs> Liam Neeson stars in The Black and Tans. Yeah. I just, I don't, know, I, I don't know if it's because this film was out in 2014, right? And I don't know if this is because I'm just so used to seeing films like this. Yeah. But I'd, also, I'm just like, Denzel Washington, I just, I feel like he, again, another one that just cashed in on this. No. I feel like, I feel like he was like, just, like what anything in this that you thought I oh, well and then so you fucking pulled this out of it just seemed like reading half a script like, it's, oh, it's really stoic. not uh, it's not a Oscar it's not, it's not a film it's not a film that by adding Denzel Washington has made it amazing I think I, it, know, I, mean, I don't think no one would have seen it if it wasn't Denzel like well let's talk about but Denzel if it was The Rock uh, I think it would have been Denzel gives it a, Denzel gives it a gravitas that The Rock can't if people see a rock, like mature, this like oh, this is a, a, a series. Aye, and he's an Oscar winner. Like well, he's a no, but no, but he's like he's also doing this because he's he's knowing that he's doing this. I'm like, well, just gonna have. What a if it was 
a Russian guy. Take on Russians. No, take on American prostitutes. Oh, well, that's just that's just absurd. <laughs> that's just that's just ridiculous. Call me. <laughs> also, it was very fucking like what's up his Coley Grace Mosets? Yeah, Coley Grace Mosets. It was so. weird seeing him as a prosy. I keep saying prosy. I need to stop that. That's like a good dirty word. The thing is, like she, her career's kind of went downhill because obviously we, we remember her most as hit girl. Uh, mind you, took her clothes off. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm Kim Kardashian took her clothes off, Aye. and then she kicked up about it being, and then she got an absolute do enough Kim Kardashian on Twitter. <laughs> did Aye, she take so Kardashian? Where did she take her clothes off? Uh, Kim Kardashian like stripped for um, uh, uh, a photo shoot. Oh, aye. No, and took a picture like on Twitter, like just in the scud, in a mirror or something, and then she replied to it. That whatever chops is. Quite good minute. Aye, quite good. like. And uh, she kicked up about it and was like saying like you know women have every right to to express their bodies the way they want and stuff. But this is not the way. This is not the Russian mafia would want. Listen, I've lived in that. So that, so that. But the thing is, like after the equaliser, her career didn't go downhill. Like she's still she's had bad neighbours too. Had quite a big part in that. She had uh, Greta and Sisphiria in 2018, which weren't films I saw, but were quite critically divisive. Uh, she's in Tom and Jerry in 2020. Uh, she's going to be in Tom and Jerry this year as Kayla. Uh, so, oh, everyone knows the infamous Kayla for Tom and Jerry. Kayla. Uh, and she was also uh, the, voice of, the voice of Darby in My Friends Tigger and Pooh for 87 episodes. So, yeah. Christ. Um, Good for her. She, um, I don't know. I just... You know that way, like... I don't know, everything about this, I just felt bored all the way. And people, like, you can turn around and say that's just the way my preferences, but I can't deny that I was fucking bored during this film. But here's the thing, like, I like Denzel Washington. Can you tell me your favourite Denzel Washington film? I can, absolutely, from this list that you've just pulled out in front of me. <laughs> um, I can tell you that I'll, uh, Philadelphia was probably... The, if you said Denzel Washington, to me, the first thing I think of was Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Was it Man on Fire? Well, I mean, no. Man on Fire. Is there a song yeah. called Flight or something? Or like, was what? it a pilot in one of them? Aye, there is. Are you thinking of Mississippi? Mississippi? Arrival, maybe, or something? Um, yes, Flight. Flight. Arrival was Tom Hanks. Right. It's a very it's similar flight, movie. Flight, yeah, fights there. Oh, I am thinking. Like of, I'm thinking of Man on Fire and all. That's a good one. Thinking of Man on Fire. Well, like, that's what I mean. I'm not denying the fact that he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Never did see like Deja Vu, but it's one of the things that you. I've, it was you a fun. It, but you don't know. If it was no. It was. Oh it. fuck! American Gangster. What a fucking class from that is. Not seen that either. The taking of yeah, Pelham. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> Safe house. <laughs> So wait, there was an equaliser two. <laughs> there was an equaliser two, electric big old. Oh, he's playing Macbeth and Macbeth. Aye, he's going to be Macbeth, aye. Don't say Macbeth. Aye, so, we've got to the cast and use a bit What's the thing. movie that he's like a, is he a, a coach in it or something? Coach is Carter? It's not Coach Carter, obviously, because that's somebody yeah. else, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is it Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans? What a film. <laughs> you remember, remember the Titans, man? What a film. We Talk are the Titans. Talk more about the Titans. Remember the Titans. What a film that is. That's good. Uh, was it called... Coach Boone? Coach Boone. <laughs> See, um... I can, in fact, confirm it was Coach Boone. <laughs> fucking cool. People want to know. What a film that is. Oh, right? We need fucking do that. That is an absolute darling of a film. So, but why? What separates... Like, because you said he was good performance. You said he was phoning it, and in this, which I would, I would disagree. What separates these other Denzel Washington performances from what he was doing here? 
like you can probably watch one side by side and be like there's not much difference but you can just tell like it was told like the simplistic like right you cared about this prostitute for what reason but this is you're going to come back out of retirement like you know what I mean like mm. but we remember the Titans it was like there was like a pure backing but like with it it was like a no a, it was a timepiece kind of thing and it was like yeah. these people are getting discriminated against and you're black as well and right. like that that made sense and like he was just doing that and like Man on Fire as well it was just some like you see when you've got a bit of like oomph behind it yeah I feel like he does really well but with this like again it's what we're talking about in Action Month in general uh-huh. it's like there's nothing really see if he tell me the reason like I don't know he's, he's daughter his missus was a prostitute and she gets shot <laughs> by a pimp or something mm-hmm. like I'd be like like, I get why he wants to some mad van there, but like you know. he's just yeah. just because he's pals to this lassie that he tells about books yeah yeah. and they don't even know each other's names until she fucking gets kicked out and I'm like uh, it does that's what I mean it's a bit wishy-washy for me I think he's uh, he's a good actor but he needs a good story and it's like like Luke said it's kind of a bit flung together for me it's like right, let's get Denzel for another another film where he's like a retired fucking sick cunt and he can <laughs> batter everyone because um, yeah, that's what he does in every film apart from Remember the Titans and that's probably his best because <laughs> I like actors that are versatile that are not just going to be the one thing. like the Vin Diesel I'm just going to do Fast and Furious for the rest of my life now because I'll I make so much more. Got a job doing it now. He was in that pacifier or something. Like was, <laughs> when you're down and low, and the lower than the floor, and you feel like you ain't got a chance from the pacifier. Oh, that's alright. He <laughs> does it to avoid them. He does it to avoid the the death traps, the lasers. No, classic and diesel. Look, you had a wee, wee spot there in your eyebrow, and you've you've picked it. Oh shit, Italy! Aye, thanks, all. <laughs> you all wearing a fart like <laughs> Get two fuck. Uh, why was this to be said about the equaliser? Really? Uh, oh, it's fucking here's dog the, shit. Here's the discussion I'm having. Why relate it back to our last episode, right? I would put the equaliser above Expendables because I think they both have paper. No, they have both have paper thin. Like motivations for the characters, right? No, but they did. That's like, stop yeah, being right. I'm stop being right. No, I like, because no. the problem with those two, I 100 percent agree with you. They've got paper thin, fucking everything about them. But the difference between them is, Expendable knows this. Equalizer tries to be too serious about it. But Equalizer's action is also twenty times better. No, fucking is not. Yeah, it is. I, can I can't see, even speak. I can, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can see what's going on. The kills are cooler. Like no, he impales someone with a fucking scythe at one point. He hangs someone with a barbed wire. It's, it's going shade. By, it's going by shock value rather than like. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but that's better than seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> fight Sly Stone in the dark. Slice the own blows a guy up with his shins with a grenade launcher no, and this cunt hangs for with barbed wire and you go oh that's cool I, no it's not this villain actually does stuff as I, well he batters a guy to death in his own office is, um, is fucking um, shock value you're like oh this guy means but this is what I mean it's trying to go too serious yeah but that's better for me than the ex- first Expendables no, the second Expendables is better but unrealistic expectations with that uh, Expendables is just like we'll do what we fucking want because we can and I we'll think this is more like this, for me it's more like Sin City or something I don't think it's trying to be too serious because Sin City is also the same where the movie itself is like taking itself seriously but it's still in like a comic booky sort of like world equalizer is I would say so no I'd say so but the way it's shot is very much like it could have been drawn Oh, you're talking. I'm not. I will defend. I will actually defend this movie. I I don't. I don't actually think. I don't think it's a question. I do not think it's a question that it's a better movie than Expendables. 
I think out of the three of this action one, I think the Spendables absolutely trumps all three of them. I disagree with, with the Equalizer. I think Equalizer above Expendables and we will get to the third one <laughs> very, very soon. My personal favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so to end this show, because see what's, cause we're actually in person, right? Yeah. And uh, we can actually do this now. And Gary Beatson's coming on next month, right? I got this idea. Gary Beatson is a guy who knows a lot about films. Like, a lot about films, right? Yeah, well, we don't know this every week and you never say about us. Well, we're going to try and prove it, right? Cause <laughs> I know, I just we need to find someone, all right, to go up against Gary Beatson. Me? I've won, I'm two-time champ. No, I don't want a pitch battle. A wee quiz. A quiz? A film quiz? Yeah. Rob Jane, no. Nah, not Rob June. Why not Rob June? Are we having an open discussion here or are you telling us the answer? I'm going to say that you two are going to go head to head right now. What? 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 And a little quiz. Alright, so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Best of five questions. Does that sound first. good? I've got to see a shoulder. You've <laughs> got to see a shoulder. So the <laughs> way it's going to work. <laughs> the way it's going to work is we're going to get two questions from one category, two questions from another, and then I will pick the last question from a mixed category. Alright? So, Jack, would you like to pick your category? We have action. I was going to say, give me the category. <laughs> we, have, we have action, we have Harry Potter. Fuck yeah. off. Batman, birth countries of actors, Bond, uh, Disney and Pixar, uh, fictional cities and movies, fictional planets. Uh, uh, we have Monty Python movies. Can I pick any of them? Yeah, so for two questions. Harry Potter, please. Harry Potter. See if I don't get Marvel, I'm going to kick your head in, by the way. You've gave him an absolute... Um, mm. But also, I would appreciate some preparation way before this. Right. Who is the Half-Blood Prince? The way is up, me and him? Yeah, it's you and him. You joking? Why is he picked <laughs> So who is the Half-Blood Prince? Is it like um, a, we just answer? Or is oh, wait, is it, it like... Is it like, like situation? I think... I, I think no, I'll give Jack these first two questions, you get the next two then. Makes sense. So Jack, who is the Half-Blood Prince? Severus Snape. Correct. The second question in this round. <laughs> Severus Snape and Draco Malfoy were members of which house at Hogwarts? <laughs> Slytherin. Right, okay. Kenya! <laughs> so Jack has got both of his Harry Potter questions correct, which means we come back to Luke. Luke, which of these three objects is not part of the Deathly Hallows? A wand, a stone, a cloak, or a broom? Broom. That's correct. <laughs> and the fourth question here in Harry Potter, what is the name of Lord Voldemort's pet snake? Am I getting options? No, no, he never got options for most of that. Fuck off! What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the name of his snake? Is it all his options? Yeah. Someone <laughs> 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 those houses and give me the options. <laughs> give me the options? No, he never got the options. You only got the, you got options for that first one. You gave him a specialty category. Ah, you're going to get yours next. So what's the name of Lord Voldemort? So what is the name of what is the name of Lord Voldemort's snake? Caroline. Snagini. Fuck off, man. Look, to the point. Close, but snow, no snagar. Snoke. 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 Uh, or superhero movie stars, superheroes and love interests. Awesome. Superheroes and villains. I remember. <laughs> Let's go then. Luke, the two questions come to you first. 
Doctor Otto Octavius is the villain in which Spider-Man movie? Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's. Correct. Extra points because I took the director. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nowhere if I'm like. Mephistopheles is the villain in which of these four movies? Spider-Man 3, Spider- Superman 4, Fantastic Four or Ghost Rider? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a chance? Does it go on to me or does No, no it? chances to steal. What's his name? Mephistopheles. Is it Ghost Rider? Let's have a look. I think it is. It is Ghost Rider. Thank fuck for that. Was 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 two for two. Jack, your two questions. Doctor Doom is the villain in which of these films? X Men 2, Batman and Robin, Superman Returns, or Fantastic Four? Doctor Doom. Oh, I don't know this. Eh. Uh, what was the options again? X-Men 2, Batman and Robin, Superman Returns, or Fantastic Four? Superman Returns? Oh, it's Fantastic Four. Okay. So you get some options. You kind of gave him options on next one. So Jack, you need to get this to, to go level. All right. You gave him options, I'll get kick your head in. <laughs> I gave you options for both of them. No, you didn't. You never gave me the guinea. I didn't give him options for these Harry Potter questions oh, either. Jesus, right, you need to start for Emperor Ming is the villain in which of these movies? <laughs> Emperor Ming? Yeah. Is it The Shadow, Flash Gordon, Batman and Robin, or Superman 2? Em- <laughs> Emperor Ming. <laughs> what was the first one? The Shadow, the Fla- Shadow. Flash Gordon. Is that your <laughs> yeah. Batman and Robin, and Superman Flat 2. You're going with The Shadow. You're going with The Shadow. Oh, it's Flash Gordon, man. Is it Flash Gordon, Emperor Ming? Seen Ted and he's like, Ming, you know, right. seen Ted? Aye, but... <laughs> right, guys, so this is a one-off. So you're each going to get one question each from a, a category of my choosing. Christ. All right. Look is one up, so I'm going to come to Jack first. And the category is going to be Bond songs. Bond songs to prepare you for next month. But it was Bond month. Two months. Two months time. <laughs> <laughs> Who performed the Bond title song, Jack? Nobody does it better. Was it Tina Turner, Carly Simon, Linda Rodstadt, or Crystal Gale? Who performed the Bond track, Nobody Does It Better? Tina Turner, Carly Simon, Linda Rodstack, or Crystal Gale? <laughs> yeah, this to tie. Wonder <laughs> odd stuff. And your winner, Luke McLaughlin oh, wins. It was Carly Simon. Was it? Oh. Carly Simon was the oh, answer. It's a Carly Simon song, but I didn't think it was. Uh, yeah. Aye, well, Luke, you win. How does it feel? That's per usual, by default. <laughs> I've won again. Aye, <laughs> well, you'll be taking on Gary Beatson at some point in Indie Movie Month. Oh, at a movie trip. Or Indie Movie movies. Questions? Yeah, I'll decide the questions. Or more prepared questions than that fucking abysmal. I'll decide the questions. That's one of the codes of my results. <laughs> yeah. How's <laughs> that? Listen, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, uh, follow us on all social media. All of the social media. Yeah, get yourself one of these fart blankets. <laughs> need a fart blanket. Oh. And we'll see you next time when we're talking about Hitman. <laughs>